Crikey in T minus ten. Toby, you should do okay. the intro this week because you have your new microphone. No. <laughs> oh. It's not a good idea. And we already fucked up the, the, the intro last week, so this week, no one's going to fuck up the intro. No one is going to fuck the intro. Bold words. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Crikey Watershit Book. Um, I, I'm Carlisle, and I'm joined by, by my, my buddy Toby over there. How you doing? Hello. And I'm joined by my buddy Jack over here. How you doing? Hello. Yeah, good. Mine, mine was better. This sure is a podcast. And Toby, what do we do on this podcast? Uh, yes, thank you, Carlisle, my uh, esteemed friend. Uh, in this podcast, we read through a riveting tome of knowledge known as The Sky People by Grinsley Lepower Trench. Uh, and in this book, he discusses the relationship between extraterrestrials and the events of the bible and that relationship is that it's all true but god is an alien but not just one multiple aliens um and we need to wake the fuck up and realize that the garden of eden was definitely on mars yeah 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 one thing we did last week which we hadn't done before is we we stopped recording halfway through a chapter for our own sanities yeah um which Mm -hmm. means we're gonna come into this chapter halfway through (laughs) so we're really hoping jack's taken good concise and clear detailed notes about what was what we learned last time yeah i'm going in dark here jack i'm relying on you please I do keep all my notes in the same um, Apple uh, note, like uh, note file. So forgive me if I'm reading out the wrong week's notes here. But Mm -hmm. um, what we learned last time was that um, archaeologists are confused by by really good technology in all the old cities. And um, there was people made of fondue and clouds or something. Physical man. That that kind of stuff, you know. (laughs) Very clear, very helpful. What? Another thing that we do on this podcast is we play a drinking game uh, where whenever <laughs> Carlisle flubs a line, uh, we all take a drink. And obviously, since this is the same chapter, I'm still drinking that same cup of water that I was drinking last episode. I forgot about the drinking game. Now I don't have anything. Cool. I could go get, something get something. If- yeah, go play something. Go get something. This is always my favorite segment of all the episodes. This is the best when one of the three of us has to. What's go he gonna come back drink. with? Yeah, or that one time when I went to get a banana or whatever it was. And 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 here's the thing: we normally have a go at you for just having water, but we're over it now. You know, you, you just and it's a land. No, you're not gonna. It, you're not gonna be a team player. Well, no, because I started the last one with water, so I have to continue this chapter with water. It would be wrong to suddenly switch to something stronger. Like perhaps sure would. a cup of tea or something would be outrageous. <laughs> it sure would be wrong for me to go from the Desperados I was drinking last time to um, rum and ginger beer and a little bit of limeade on top, uh, which is a new cocktail that I'm calling rum and ginger beer and a little bit of limeade on top. Yeah, okay. Freak. That's what I'm having. Uh, I'm back, boys. All right, um, Toby, what do you got for us? Uh, I got a, a potato. Wow. 
Do you actually? Like a yeah, got, potato? No, it's a cooked one. Just a you got show, a turn cooked on your camera. hot potato. You come back to the drinking game with a hot potato. Not hot, it's cold now. Show me the potato. It's a cold but cooked potato. It's a potato. That is a small <laughs> potato, Toby. It's you the should, smallest potato. Half yeah, it's half. Chapter. You have to really. It's, it's half really a bit. Nibble at it. Uh, I also, just in case I needed something to go along with the potato, I brought an entire can of Orchard Thief cider. Oh, okay, yeah, that <laughs> makes good, sense good. too. But that's that's like that's just in case I manage to get through God, this. Now I feel left I'm, out. I'm but sad I have the to listeners. Drink this bottle of water because it's what I drank last time. I'm sad the listeners have missed out on the reveal of like a tiny potato. It's tiny, <laughs> it's, really it's like funny. the size of his thumb. <laughs> and it's like sliced in half, so it's like not even it's yeah, tiny. It's, it's, it's half it's of a, a bit baby of potato. potato. It's half of a baby potato that's been <laughs> cooked. This this truly is the best part of the podcast. Alright, well, um I can tell you that when we left off, we were being given the second example of proof, of definite proof, because it's in the Bible, that um Adam one galactic man can take on corporeal chemical animal form, not just galactic <laughs> goo. Um, yeah. And we know this is true because they can eat food. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember of he course, went into, into a lot of detail about, um, about this, about the whole eating food yeah. um, situation, yeah. which of course you need to take on faith. The assumption yeah. that galactic man wasn't animal and couldn't eat food, so that the reveal of the fact that yeah. they can change form so that they can eat food carries the full weight of, yeah. you know, that. It was um, quite the twist. We were reading a story about how there were two angels or something and they went to Sarah and Sarah giggled and they were like, you don't fucking laugh at me. And Sarah was like, I did it. And they were like, no, you did. Did we read um, a lot of Bible stuff last time? And yeah, then we, we sure waited did. for Jack We read a lot of back. Bible verses in the interim between episodes as well. Just for yeah. fun. <laughs> We did. It was we terrible. We genuinely oh, did. That was that was awful. You guys, I fell asleep while you guys were reading <laughs> Bible quotes. I, 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 I'm fully against. Crikey, what a shit book! The Bible edition. I am like, I've never been more against anything in my life. All right. Well, time to strap in for chapter four, quarantine part two. Woo! Strap. The account follows. In Genesis XIX, of how the two angels tried to save as many of Lot's family as possible. Although his sons-in-law paid no attention and mocked, eventually the angels guided Lot, his wife and two daughters, from the city and set them without. without. Lot was told, just without. Okay, cool. Without end of sentence. Lot was told, verse 17, to, in quotes, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. However, he was eventually allowed to flee to the nearby city of Zaur. Whoa, that's a sick name. Yeah, Z O A R. With the family, it's nice. Really, is it good? Yeah, they got good. Um... Is it better than the mountain for protecting yourself from beasts? It's not great for protecting yourself from beasts. I'll be honest, but the okay. pubs are good. Okay. <laughs> then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. Wow. And he overthrew those cities. From the Lord kind of suggests that he was like, you know, like it was coming out of him. Which I don't like. 
And no, he overthrew those cities. What? Yeah, it does. No, it and doesn't. He, he, no, it does. We're moving on. It does. Really does and he overthrew <laughs> these cities. And oh all the God. plain. And all the inhabitants of the cities. And that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him. And she became a pillar of salt. <laughs> Damn. Really? That's exciting. She was a salty girl. You'll, <laughs> you'll never have a bland meal again, Lot. You should rejoice. That was from Genesis XIX 24 to 26. Kind of unfair. feel what like he had Genesis? a better advantage there. This is Genesis, apparently. There were cities in Genesis? Yeah, yeah, there was Zaur, Zaur, Gormora, Sodom. I thought Genesis was just like, and then man made people. I didn't realize that there were already cities, like all the way back in Genesis. That's a big That's yeah, well, I think book. Genesis is full of that because they're like, and then Adam and Eve they fucked and they made children. The children were like, "Well, who are we gonna yeah, fuck for the, children?" Yeah, so they the went to the other village where the other people were, where the other people had been this whole time. Yeah. And no, when you read sense, that, you're like, "What? Where? How?" Um, yeah. God made recently, spread recently in the in the realm of when this book was published so like the 60s probably recently a russian scientist has advanced the theory which is compatible with the views expressed in this book yeah <laughs> most british Madame newspapers <laughs> most british newspapers carried the russian hypothesis here is the account as it appeared in the birmingham post on february 10th 1960 soviet theory men from space destroyed sodom Oh. A Soviet scientist yesterday put forward a theory that the Earth has been. Why do you keep calling him a scientist? This doesn't seem. The scientist part seems really unnecessary to this. Give me a name. A Soviet scientist yesterday put forward a theory that the Earth has been visited by space travelers from other planets and that they have had a part in the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. The scientist, identified by the TASS agency only as a. Who's the TASS this- agency? T-A-S-S, I couldn't tell you. Only as a physico-mathematician, M. Agrist. Sorry, what did you say? A physico, P-H-Y-S-I-C-O, hyphen, mathematician. Mathematician, or did you flop that? Yeah, no, I I fucked that, so everybody have a... I have a confession. A physico-mathematician. I ate the potato. I'm going to look up what that is and also what the task is. It lasted one flub. I I ate it before the flub. I ate it like two seconds after (laughs) we started reading. I couldn't stop myself, okay? Who's drinking it? It's it's such a waste. (laughs) I'll open the can. Even when people commit to doing a different thing, they just don't even do that. I came pretty hard to the fruit bit. You it's try true. holding you a potato in your hand without eating it. Yeah, look, we're Irish. Fuck you, Carlisle. It's kind of like a that would have been worse. Can, ima- can you imagine if, if if Toby ate the potato and then I was like, "Oh, Toby, you didn't do." Oh, to be fair, you are Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um, the TAS agency is just a news agency of some description. Cool. Boring. Don't. Give it actually it stands um, for the animated series Spider Man. <laughs> it's two S's. Fun, yeah, fun fact for you. What is not the the animated Spider-Man series? No, no, no. Okay. No, the animated series, Spider-Man. and then a silent colon, and then Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I agree. That's what it is. A um, mathematician. 
M-A-T-H-E-M-A-T-I-C-I-A-N. Mathematics. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's something to do with physics and maths. Uh. Oh, good. Okay. We this figured is why it out, I love everybody. Jack's fact check. Just it gives us such wonderful insight. Those, those like Google previews were too dense. I wasn't going to click on the page. I don't, you get really upset if anybody else purports to try and do a fact check. When you do a fact check, you're like, oh man, there's a lot of words here. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> Often, you know, I'm like, oh, that's, that's something. And then it's just like, Bullshit. I don't know. It's just bullshit I don't care about. And I'm like, oh, right. I hate this actually. Jack, you don't get to pick and choose the facts, all. okay? Facts don't care about your fucking feelings. I guess they you don't. said it. That's what I'm learning on this podcast. <laughs> I think f- physics. So he's a, he's a he's a physicist and a, and a mathematician. Okay. His name is M. Agrist. Believes a that a spaceship who can do both. <laughs> believes that a spaceship approached the Earth from space. Where at a else speed- would it have come from? <laughs> <laughs> At a speed close to that of light, the occupants landed, he said, possibly in the region of the Baalbek Terrace. What he a what? Plat- when? What is he talking about? What? What is this, this is based what, on? Is this the this physical what, mathematician? Yeah, this is what M. Agrist believes, the physical mathematician. And he's just saying this with, like, no, like, I don't know, this feels... What? This, it feels like an ancient alien script. I, I, I'm really disappointed in this. I thought this physical mathematician might, you know, bring some... Well, hang on. You haven't... It sounds like the same you bullshit. You haven't heard his evidence yet. Okay. Maybe he's got loads. Right. The occupants landed, he said, possibly in the region of the Baalbek Terrace, a platform built of 2,000 tons stone slabs in the anti-Lebanon mount... The, the anti-Lebanon mountains? Yeah. They hate is that, the Lebanon. Is that a real... Is that a real... Is there actually a mountain range called the Anti-Lebanon Mountains? They're very against the Lebanon Mountains, okay? Because <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not like it's one word and I'm just saying it wrong. It's anti-Lebanon Mountains. Yeah, they're just firmly against the Lebanon Mountains. Fuck Lebanon. Lebanon Mountains are a south southwest northeast trending mountain range that forms most of the border between Syria and Lebanon. So yeah, well, they, there you they, go. They establish themselves as a mountain range just in opposition of the Lebanon. Yeah, very they much against Syria. Lebanon politically. Side. A platform built of two thousand ton stone slabs in the anti-Lebanon mountains, which has defied explanation. He believes that the platform is part of the remains of a launching platform built by space travelers oh or something they put up to commemorate their visit. I've never heard of this. Um, can you can you check that out? Looks B- like just a, a regular mountain range to me. Yeah, so the Balbek Terrace. B A A L B E K. Because I've never even seen that come up in, like, Ancient Aliens, and I watch a lot of that, and this looks, seems like the kind of thing they'd cream over. Looks like some ruins. Ooh. Not Does it not. defy explanation? No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Looks like something you'd find in, in ancient Greece, for why example. Why don't you Good. try 
explaining it then. Yeah, go on, Jack, if you're so smart. If you could, if it really doesn't defy <laughs> explanation, then explain well, it. It was, it was um, built out of rock by some guys a long time ago. Okay. I don't know. What else do you want me to explain? It's not much of Good. an explanation. Well, I that's guess the it end. was an explanation. Well, what? <laughs> what more do you want to explain? That's what it is. It's some buildings. It definitely doesn't look like a landing platform. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know if you've explained that to me, I'll be honest. Yeah. All right. The next part of this story is called Don't Look Back. The biblical account of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. I will do it again. You're quippy. <laughs> the biblical account. Because I'm holding a dis- blow-up microphone. <laughs> yeah, it makes me a you're holding a novelty blow-up microphone. I am David holding... I'm genuinely holding a novelty blow-up microphone in my hand. I've been holding it to my mouth for the past, like, you ten minutes. Like, you look like, like a little kid pretending to be a stand-up comedian. The biblical account of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah took on a new meaning when read in the light of present-day scientific knowledge. In modern language, Mr. Agrest said, this legend says that people were advised to leave the area of the future explosion. Is not Mr. to linger is, in... Is, is Mr. Agrest the, the physical mathematician? He sure he is. is. Okay, good. Just wanted to be... Clear. This legend says that people were advised to leave the area of the future explosion, not to linger in the open, and not to watch the blast. Those of the fugitives who looked back lost their sight and perished. Pretty... So... So the the, the aliens came down, and they were like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna land this spaceship. If you look at the blast or you're anywhere near it, you will die. Yeah. Land it somewhere else, arseholes. Yeah. These are their cities. Yeah. Bad people. Bad aliens. Rude. According to the Bible, Lot and his family were warned to leave by two divine messengers as a, as a hail of fire and brimstone devastated Sodom and Gomorrah. The Bible relates, Lot's, of, Lot's wife looked back and was turned into a pillar of salt. Nuclear brimstone! Mr. Agrest said that the fire and brimstone might have been a nuclear fuel dump being blown up deliberately by the spacemen. Shh, uh, okay. Mr. Regrest. Mr. Regrest said that the Sorry, glass-like did, why substance... Did you, why did you say nuclear brim... Was that, like, some editorializing <laughs> by you? Because it didn't fit into any of the sentences, and you said it in a really funny voice. So I can't it's tell. A, it's a heading for what came Okay, alright. <laughs> Mr. Agress said that a glass-like substance known as tektites found in the Libyan desert and containing radioactive isotopes of aluminium and beryllium may have been the remains of some missile. Some missile? Some missile. Get you a bit of missile. Like a missile. Like a missile. Like like you yes. thought you would... Okay, alright. He noted that there was evidence that tektites, for which there is no explanation, What the were formed fuck is a tektite? <laughs> T-E-K-T-I-T-E-S. I've heard that Jack's word. Jack's fact check. Jack's fact check. Fact check. Jack is full of shit check. It's a glass-like substance, apparently. Gravel-sized bodies composed of black, green, or brown, or gray natural grass. <laughs> glass. 
uh, formed from terrestrial debris ejected during meteorite impacts. Wow, so we've explained it immediately, eh? Mm. Cool. Oh, good Jack fact check, apparently. Good Jack facts check. I've redeemed Jack's myself. Factor. Fact check, fact, 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 Jack, check, 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 check. But sorry, we've got to stick to the canon of the book. For which there is no explanation, were formed not less than a million years ago. Okay. And under conditions of very high temperatures <laughs> so and, and powerful radiations. Our story now moves over to Abraham again. Yeah, and we're quoting the Bible. That prick. What a bastard. And the Lord visited Sarah, as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah... What did, what did, for Sarah conceived... Wait, are oh. we saying that God raw-dogged Sarah? And the Lord oh, no. visited Sarah, as he had said. Why'd you and have to Lord, put it like that? And, <laughs> and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived... Word. And bear Abraham a son in his old age. That's what it sounds like. At the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him Isaac. That was Genesis XXI, 1 to 3. You don't get much much of God's fucking mortals anymore. I think that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, bring that back. Yeah. I do miss getting raw dogged by God, <laughs> but it's I been it's sh- three or four years era, now. You know, born in the wrong generation. <laughs> born back in I know. It's like when people like comment on like songs from the eighties, like oh, "I was born yeah. in the wrong generation." Like people commenting on like a, like a video about Hercules, like "I was born in the wrong generation." I want Zeus to fuck me. <laughs> You will recall the three men who visited Abraham, how the latter had given them food, and how they ate. I thought it was two men. Fuck it. How their leader was addressed as Lord by Abraham, and how the su- how the Lord told Sarah he would come back at the proper time, and she would have a son. <laughs> they literally, he's just like he meant hey, literally your, he would come back. Is your wife alone? Yeah, he was like, yeah, she's over there. Okay, I'm going to go over there. After I'm over there, she's going to be pregnant. And then he comes back that and she's guy, like, it's a uh, miracle! That guy wasn't God. That was just some dude who came in and fucked his wife. Yeah, that's just pretty some crazy. With anti-menopause semen. The- <laughs> what a terrible thing I just said. I guess that is the loud. miracle part, right? That is, is the, the miracle. Yeah. The anti-menopause semen. Yeah, I Oh God! Literally, you didn't have to say it again. God, I, di- I certainly didn't. New rule for the drinking game: every time I say anti-menopause, right. it'll come up. You better believe I'm going to keep saying it. I'm um, actually almost right. done my water from last time. Now the Lord came back to Sarah and set the time, and consequently, subsequently, she had a son. Before this book is finished, you will have read of three more very similar instances of apparently miraculous childbirths from biblical times, and we will reserve our conclusions until these have been related. Great. I reckon one of them's Jesus. You reckon? No. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> let us have a look at Moses. He is supposed to have written the Pentateuch, the first five <laughs> books of the Old Testament. Moses is said to have written all five, which is patently really? absurd. Yeah, I've never heard this. 
Pentecooch. I, I, I think I might be on. That's really good stuff, Toby. <laughs> say, say it louder for everyone in the back. Pentecooch. Pentecooch. That wasn't much louder. I would actually. That was, say it was the was same one. But I said it. But I said it closer to my to my blow off mic. <laughs> Surely that. Microphone. Yeah. Which doesn't function. You're right. Sorry, my bad. I started to. I started to believe Jack. Okay. Is that Guys, really has so there ever been a better podcast than this? No. Moses continue. is said to have written all five, which is patently absurd. If all five were penned by him, he would have been the first man on this planet to have written an account of his own death and burial. See Deuteronomy XXXIV. That would have been pretty cool. It would have been pretty fucking sick. It relates in Exodus, III, how Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, and he led the flock to Mount Horeb, it was there that he had his first great contact with the Sky People. Many more were to follow. Is this the and Ten the angel- Commandments situation? Or? I just couldn't tell you. Okay. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire. Yeah. A flame of... Yeah, that's kind of... That's redundant. Out of the mists of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire. Mm-hmm. Really? And the bush was not consumed. And Moses said... That is pretty crazy. I will n- I will now turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And That's when the crazy. Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Ugh. Exodus 3. Sorry, Exodus III, 2-5. Yo, you think God just wanted to see his feet? You are killing tonight, Toby. <laughs> this is great stuff. Look, it's the blow-up microphone. It's giving you confidence yeah, that you've not had power. Before. It's got too much power. I hate the way God talks in the Bible, by the way. He's a I just want to punch him. <laughs> He just sounds like such a fucking dweeb. That's powerful. Know. Just getting to heaven and just like socking God in the jaw. Stop being such a nerd, God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'd rather go to hell. I love. This story has always seemed insane to me. Imagine you're God and you can manifest any way you want, and you're like, "Here's Towards what I'm gonna bush. do. Yeah. I'm gonna set a bush on fire. Yeah, I always thought that was And go, Whoa, spooky bush. <laughs> That's the." <laughs> Just show up. Just be a giant face in the sky. That guy just yeah. inhaled the fumes of a burning bush beside him and then hallucinated a conversation with God. I love it. Yeah, I reckon, a that, was, I reckon that was a, a drug bush, you know? <laughs> oh! You said that so naturally. <laughs> drug bush. <laughs> One of those drug bushes. You know, yeah, no. A, I, I understand what you mean. Yes. Bushel of weed. (laughs) 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 A spaceship, flying saucer, often illuminates the neighboring countryside with its electric force field. What are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) The glowing (laughs) The glowing light within this force field surrounding the ship would most certainly have caused the bush to look as if it was on fire. Oh my no, it wouldn't. God. Shut Fuck up. you. Are you serious? Jesus. Even you know that's weak. Come that's on. Even so you, Brimpo. 
That's fucking terrible. I was like really willing to hear him out on this one and I'm so disappointed. Christ almighty. Fucking hell. (laughs) The whole place would have been illuminated. Like, like, Moses would have to be a fucking moron. Wait, I thought the burning bush thing was Abraham. No. No. Fine. All right, I guess that was me. Um... (laughs) But yeah, like Moses would have to be so stupid if like there was a blinding light everywhere along the countryside and he'd be like, wow, I guess this bush is on fire and that is the source of all of this light. Moses was so curious about the phenomenon of the bush being burned with fire and not consumed that he turned to look closer at it. The Lord, seeing him about to come nearer, called out warning him not to do so. If Moses had gone too near before the current had been turned down, he would have suffered a severe electrical shock or even death. (laughs) There are many instances in saucer reports today (laughs) of the effects. There are many instances in saucer reports of today of the effects of a spacecraft's force field, some of which are related further on in this chapter. So many people just get electrocuted. I'm so excited. To hear all the bona fide true effects of a spaceship's force field. Other instances where people have been warned not to come too near are given in the Bible, and these will be commented on later. Moses was commanded by the Lord to bring the Israelites, who had been oppressed by Pharaoh, and out of the land of Egypt. This he did, and according to the Bible, the Israelites were led through the wilderness near the Red Sea. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of light. Fuck. It's pillar of fire, but I said light. I just, I just put my own spin on it. Yep. Doing good until then. I was doing pretty well. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night, from before the people. That's Exodus XIII, 21 to 22. What was the pillar of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night that guided and protected the Israelites? This is a wonderful description of a modern flying saucer. No, shut up. Fuck you. I'm angry. (laughs) You didn't see this coming. I know, but like I thought he was gonna be more creative than yes, uh, um, it's a it's a spaceship. Obviously, I don't know. What this you is a wonderful more. description. But and, and like that, it's a- and then he's like, it's it's obviously a flying like a classic flying saucer. What do you mean? He's gonna back it's it up. It's a pillar. Now. Yeah, it's they don't look like pillars. Cloud. It's not at all what Many. a saucer looks like. <laughs> dipshit. God, I punched this guy in the mouth. This guy and God, they're on my list. Adam, Adam Go to our is, Patreon. Yeah. One of our Patreon goals is uh, going. Now this guy's dead, but we can go. Uh, we, we can, can go to Clan Carty and punch the current Earl of Clan Carty. Oh, okay, son. sure. Yeah, let's do it. That's one of our Patreon goals. <laughs> I thought you meant like punch like his his headstone or something. Yeah. If we make if we make illegal. <laughs> If we make a hundred pounds a month, we will use some of that money to go to Clancarty and punch the ninth of Clancarty in the head. 
<laughs> the world will thank us, let's be honest. This is a wonderful description of a modern flying saucer. Many different reports received of spaceships today refer to clouds, and these ships at night look brilliant, brighter than any stars. At this period of biblical history, the Israelites were a wandering nomadic people. They were not living in a mechanical jet age like those in the world today. Yep, I agree. How else would they describe great spaceships, fuck you, than by words used in their everyday language, such as a pillar or cloud, thick cloud, pillar of fire, fiery chariot, and whirlwind? Well, they wouldn't use whirlwind, would they? Because that's a thing, and it's it doesn't look like a... like th- That's not a comparable thing. A whirlwind is like a... is weather. Yeah, but I guess, you know, like when a helicopter takes off, it creates what, you know, olden di- olden days people might describe as a whirlwind. Did you say whirlwind? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so hard to sleep. Uh, Jack, Jack flubbed his line. Everyone take a drink. Okay, well then I'm out of water. <laughs> go get some fucking more. Fine, I'll go get some more. Come right, back we're waiting for Jack to get water. All right, gonna come um, back with a potato. We gotta, we gotta give him. We gotta come up with a water-based diss. Um, which is a lot harder. What, what are, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? That's pretty good. Yeah, we'll be like, hey, what do you got? You'll be like, water. We'll be like, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? You piece of shit. Let's you practice doing idiot. it. In. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go, just, what are you doing together? And then we'll both just do a slew of horrible uh, insults. Yeah, yeah, that's usually At our own pace, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be great. It's going to yeah. be really good, unless he doesn't come back with water, at which point oh, we get to repeat no. doing the water-based thing. No, look, we're going through with this no matter what. Yeah, 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 no, we have no choice. Yeah. Okay, it's go time. All right, I'm back. Right, oh yeah, what do you what do you got? Uh, strawberry cider. Fuck! <laughs> what are you doing, you piece you, of shit? Fuck you! Fuck I hate you, you. you bitch! I fucking asshole. hate you. Shut the fuck up! I want up. you to die. I hate you often. so much. Oh my god, you piece of shit! You deserve the very worst. Thanks, guys. <laughs> At this point in biblical history, everybody had a. Giant cock. Um, the words you. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> it was a weird phase God went through. He just started giving everyone big old cocks. <laughs> it is interesting to note here. Sorry, Jesus let me, is. Let me note that down for for the recap next time. <laughs> It is interesting to note here Jesus' prophetic statement in Mark XXI 26-7 And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with a great power and glory And then shall he send his angels and shall gather together his elect his elect from the four winds from the uttermost parts of the earth to the uttermost part of heaven Yes, it is quite extraordinary the number of times in the Bible the Lord appeared in a cloud and the Lord (laughs) said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud. (laughs) 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 Soft. I come unto thee in a thick cloud. 
that the people may hear when I speak with thee and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. What? Wait, what? So the God, God's saying he's showing up as a big cloud yeah. so that people believe him? I would believe it's a no. cloud. Personally. Just you show up. Just show up to everyone at the same no, time. You're God. No, no. If a guy showed up and said, hey, it's me, I'm God. You would be less likely to believe him than if yeah. God showed up in a cloud and said, hey, okay. it's me, I'm but God. But if God showed up in a cloud to one person mm-hmm. and said, now your friends will believe me. And then that guy came up to me and was like, God showed up to me in a cloud and said, that yeah. way you'll believe me. I'd be like, no, fuck you. Okay. And that's generally what I actually do do today. That's my general take on, on the actual Bible. That's yeah, why you're okay. not God, okay? That's why you're not God. That's why. You that's, why. that's the one thing <laughs> holding me back yeah. from Don't Godhead. Have what it takes. Don't have what it takes, sorry. <laughs> I come unto thee in a thick cloud that the people may hear when I speak with thee and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. That's Exodus XIX 9. And awesome. be ready... Against the third day, for the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai, and thou shalt set bounds. It's nothing. Is it because I said come? Did I say come? No. No, I just tried to deep throat the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Just because? Just to know if you can? I just started doing it. I wasn't even thinking, and then I realized what I was doing and started laughing at myself. No, I, I relate to that. You relate to that? Yeah. <laughs> I've never been around a blow-up mic and not immediately <laughs> attempted to deep throw it. I know what you're going through. Oh, whatever. And thou shalt, <laughs> thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, and ye go not up into the mount, or touch the border of it. Whosoever toucheth the mount shall be surely put to death. What? Yeah. It's not over. There shall not an hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it be beast or man, doesn't say bird, it shall not live (laughs) when the trumpet soundeth long. They shall come up to the mount. So that was all Exodus XIX 11 to Tell 13. Tell me you didn't want and to also, punch God just now. What the fuck is Exodus XIX 11 to 13? So on the third day, the Lord's going to come come in the sight of all the people on the mountain of Mount Sinai. And he's going to be like, don't come near the mountain. I'm going to be there. So don't you come. If you touch the border of it, I'll fucking kill you. That's a really weird. Like, how do you know where the border of the mountain is? <laughs> But also, it, it doesn't really say like, "Oh, you'll actually. be," you know. It doesn't say something believable to a spaceship like you're going to be obliterated, which yeah. I imagine is going to be his take. It says, "It, it says say you're going to be," st- it says you're going to be stoned or shot or shot. <laughs> yeah, it says that, whether it? it whether it be beast or man. If the yeah. squirrel comes up, you all are going to get your stones and kill the fucker. No, God's going to stone the 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 squirrel. And you can come when the trumpet sounds long. Yeah. I always thought a long trumpet was a trombone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. A different instrument. We're all Just fired a different tonight, instrument. Guys. No, no. No. Trumpet, and then just longer. 
trombone. Thanks no, for doing you've, that look, act out. You've that convinced me. You've and I'm convinced. sure it helped all the folks at home, too. It helped me. <laughs> and I'm at home. So. <laughs> That's so true. Same! In these three verses, the Lord, brackets the captain of the spaceship, uh-huh. <laughs> tells Moses he will come down onto the top of Mount Sinai <laughs> in the sight of all the people. <laughs> stop Stop laughing every time I say come. <laughs> he then warns Moses not to let the people or any animals come near the craft nor within a certain distance until he gives a signal and all clear. You know what this sounds like? What does it sound like? It sounds aliens. like just what... No, it sounds like what happened at... Is it aliens? It sounds like what, ha- like what happened at Baalbek. Remember when they were like, hey, don't come near or you'll get fried, bitch. Aliens. Yeah, I imagine that's his point. Yeah. But isn't that crazy, don't you think? <laughs> it doesn't say you're going to get fried, though. It says you're going to get stoned, which is weird. Hundreds of modern sightings have testified to the existence of a powerful electric force field around these craft. Show me some. I'm waiting. Modern signings have testified to the existence of a powerful electric force field around these craft, and people who have got too near have suffered burns. Who? Literally who? Show me a burn victim. Okay. Furthermore, car engines. What are you waving at, Toby? I I just put my hand up. Thanks. Furthermore, Hang on, car sorry, engines. No, I'm gonna look up at this thing. Sorry, where where are the burn victims? Wait, me. wait, wait! I'm gonna need That's you. That's why to... I was putting my hand up. Pe- people no. have suffered burns after being near spaceships, and also if you could look this up. Furthermore, oh, I, the thought, car I thought you were saying, oh, people who've gone to that mountain in real life have suffered burns, but they're just no, talking no, 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 about no. general UFO bullshit. Just okay, anyone ever. No, I don't. Furthermore. Care. Furthermore, car engines have stalled on numerous occasions in the vicinity of spacecraft. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that true? Okay. okay. Let me look that up. Go on, please. Fact check. Jack is full of shit check. Do car engines stall? In the vicinity of space, <laughs> I'm sure they. I'm sure they stall, whether they're in the vicinity of a spaceship or not. If I had to guess, you're full of shit. But I could be wrong. I I figured. What you got? What does it mean when your car stalls? From JDPower.com. <laughs> Keep going. I need to know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Hit us with it. Whenever the unfortunate incident occurs, a stall. Wait, what? Yeah. A stalled car engine can quickly become a stretch, a stressful endeavor. It can be even more <laughs> distressing if the engine stalls while you're driving, because it is not only an extreme safety hazard, but it also end up leaving. I'm not. I didn't read that bit wrong. <laughs> it, it can also end up leaving you stranded on the side of the road. If you're, oh, it's just cars, all right. That'll man. do. Thanks, everybody. And thanks for listening to this episode. No. Um, the <laughs> On November 2nd, 1957, an electronics engineer, James Stokes, employed in an upper air research project at the Air Force Missile Development Center near Alamogordo, New Mexico. What a place. Alamogordo. Fantastic. <laughs> Said that 
No less than 10 cars were stopped when a spherical-shaped spacecraft appeared on US Highway 5 between White Sands, Proving Grounds, and the Air Force Missile Development Center. The object approached from the northeast over the Sacramento Mountains. Stokes began to realize that something odd was happening. (laughs) What tipped them off? As his car radio faded. Then, he said, the engine died. The other cars, that's not what it says, it says the other's cars, stalled about the same time. He noticed their occupants getting out and pointing to the sky. I saw a light-coloured egg-shaped object making a shallow dive across the sky to the northeast. Then it wheeled and made a pass at the highway, across the road not more than two miles ahead. Then it moved away toward White Sands Proving Grounds. As it passed at its closest point, I could feel a kind of heat wave, but there was no sound. Random witness. Apparently, Alamogordo is where all those um, E.T. gaming cartridges were buried. Coincidence? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Turns out there's not... There hasn't been any aliens on earth ever what it has been it's something very easy to confuse with aliens it's a haunted spirit coming from et atari games when it had gone stokes found his car engine normal expecting the battery accepting the battery oh you bloody drongo that's me this podcast is becoming a unhealthy habit for me Excepting the battery, which was steaming. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud. Yeah, he says that. Exceeding loud. So that all the people (laughs) that was in the camp trembled. That's Exodus XIX 16. More Bible. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai. On the top of the mount. Uh, and the Lord called Moses. Crikey, what a shit Bible. <laughs> <laughs> crikey, what a shit Bible. Of all the Bibles, this one's the this worst. This one's garbage. It's surely no Smith Goodspeed. It's not the Smith and the Lord, Goodspeed. Well, this and is the, Lord, the Smith Goodspeed. <laughs> oh, it is the Smith Goodspeed. I don't fucking know. No, because, okay, so, yeah, he said earlier that he was using Smith Goodspeed, but when we looked into it, Smith Goodspeed only did the New Testament, right? And this well, is Genesis. You only found it on. You only found a translation. No, but website. I found a Wikipedia page for it. And it was like, oh, it's a translation of the New Testament. So this isn't even Smith Goodspeed. What the fuck? But also, I swear he was saying he was reading Smith Goodspeed's Good Genesis. The good one. Because we've only had Genesis so far. No. Except for right now, which we're having Exodus. Yeah. I was gonna say. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai to the top of the mount, and the Lord calls Moses up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. Exodus XIX 20. Did you need to include that? I figured. Fucking hell. Yeah. What a wonderful description this is of a spaceship. (laughs) What what a wonderful description this is of a spaceship coming down on Mount Sinai. Beautiful. The captain of the craft once more has thought for the people God, and tells can... Moses to warn them yet again. You can just see and it, the... you know? You can see it in your mind's eye when you read it, you know? Oh, we've got a whole bunch of chunky, beautiful. chunky Bible happening right now. What's he doing? I don't know. <laughs> and the Lord Show said unto Moses... 
go down. Oh. Charge the people. Lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. Then the Lord, who was obviously Jehovah... Door. The doi. Yeah. Is that in the Bible? Was oh. obviously Jehovah? Obviously Carlisle. Jesus. Okay. Then the Lord, who was obviously Jehovah, gave Moses the Ten Commandments, followed by various divers' laws and ordinances. <laughs> <laughs> divers' laws? Never dive after tea time! Oh, is that where the, the stop, uh, diving after food will give you cramps myth comes from? Or yeah, from <laughs> it's part of, it was, that was part of the little addendum of yeah. good diving tips that God gave Moses after the Ten Commandments. <laughs> divers the Ten Commandments of Divers. <laughs> okay, so they, they haven't... Yeah, so I was reading that in Bible voice. It clearly wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, don't format it. So they put one Bible quote then that and now two oh, more bible quotes and they didn't cite the bible until after all of that so yeah i was still in bible voice then the lord who was obviously jehovah gave moses the ten commandments followed by various divers laws and ordinances one of the ten commandments was <laughs> what, which, which divers laws? That. when did he do that we literally read exodus what? like last what? week what divers laws I don't remember. Which this. what? What are divers' laws? I looked it up. It's, it doesn't seem like it's a thing. Like it's like a term in in. Like yeah, I just got like diving regulations and all oh, uh, water what safety guy... tips and stuff. Like there's no. I would have been like, here's ten commandments about how to be a good God worshiping person, and also here are my you know you shouldn't scuba without a proper certification. Respect you need to go to school first. Leave. No spear fishing after twelve o'clock on Tuesdays. <laughs> Just fucking nonsense. This book, followed by various divers' laws and ordinances. One of the Ten Commandments was, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou yeah. shalt not make unto thee That's any classic. graven image or any, <laughs> or any likeness of anything that is in heaven or above, or that is in the earth beneath, oh. or that it is in the water under the earth." Copyright God. Wait, so we're not allowed to make depictions of hell and heaven? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we're not Ooh. allowed. So we're, we're bad. Oh, oh, a lot of people have done that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Thou shalt not hell. bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord, thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers wow. upon the children of the third and fourth generation oh, of them that hate me. It's big of him me. to say that. Yeah, it's nice of him that he's self-aware. Yeah, I'm, I, I like that. that I like was... That's the first step towards becoming a better deity, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure he will. That's Exodus XX. He, maybe he did learn, because, you know, he isn't raw-dogging people anymore yeah th maybe that's he isn't raw dogging uh, people we haven't had any globe ending floods in a fat while yeah hey you know what god thanks yet further on it's the really lord in his discourse that. giving divers laws and ordinances states <laughs> shut <laughs> up <laughs> please stop talking about divers laws wait we're getting one we're getting a divers law and or ordinance 
Thou shalt not revile the gods, nor curse the ruler of thy people. You look this up, <laughs> right? It's, it's not a thing. It's not a thing anyone says. Is that, okay. is that exclusive I look up divers? divers' laws and ordinances. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, divers enforcing laws. laws for divers that have really nothing to do with diving. That's... <laughs> That's a fun thing. Yeah, I'm just finding a bunch of things like, listen, don't fuck around with scuba equipment. Yep. Can't find anything. The Can't, fuck do yeah. you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, well, alright. Here's one thing, okay? So, Bryn's, Bryn Poe is making the claim that, um, that, they are, that there are multiple deities. Yeah, and that we've just or, you know, kind of aliens. confused them for one. So maybe on this this specific deity that um, uh, Moses Jehovah. happened to be talking to was like the Poseidon or the Triton or the whatever the fuck the 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 ocean. Well, th- god, this one's Jehovah, know? obviously. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I don't know then. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. Oh yeah, what one of the divers' laws reads as thus. Thou shalt not revile the gods, nor curse the ruler of thy people. And don't dive after reading. Exodus XXII 28. In other words, this is a direct admission by the Jehovah that there are other gods. They are not to be reviled, but no. the Israelites... I mean, it's not. Okay. okay, okay. It's just not. <laughs> okay. They are not to be reviled, but the Israelites were to have only Jehovah as their god. In short... Most of the difficulties encountered by theologians, theologians. There we go. Toby, stop fucking shoving your mic in the camera and drink. And drink alcohol. I'm looking for a statement from you. Oh, I'm he's looking frozen. Looking for a statement so- from you. <laughs> All right. No comment. Say something. Drink. Say something. Fucking Come. No comment. There we go. Good. No comment. Um. (laughs) In short, most of the difficulties encountered by theologians in explaining. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's another drink. The next word. Can Uh, I go for three in a row? Can we go uh, for a triple combo? Yeah. Turkey. In explaining and understanding the personality of Jehovah Boo. as it appears in the Couldn't Bible. Couldn't do that one thing. <laughs> God. Come. Oh, guys, it, it doesn't it doesn't say come. <laughs> okay, good enough for me. Oh, there you go. Come. I did say come. I this do is, enjoy what he says There may never that. be a funnier, cleverer podcast than this. <laughs> personality of Jehovah as it appears in the Bible become a lot less mysterious. Brackets, because more reasonable if it is understood. That's the oh second time God. we said in brackets yeah, it because is. more reasonable and each time it sounds really fucking stupid. Because more reasonable if it is understood that while he is a god from our human point of view, he is not, nowhere pretends to be, and nowhere is pretended to be the universal spirit. I believe we've had that actual line before. I well. think he does yeah, think say that. I think, yeah, I think that claim is made. And the Lord said unto Moses, sorry, I need to be doing my, and the Lord said unto Moses, come up to me into the mount, 
and be there, and I will give thee tables of stone. It says tables. It says tables. Okay. Tables of stone, and a law, and commandments which I have written, and thou mayest teach them, and also several tips and rules about diving deep in the sea. And Moses rose up, it and doesn't his minister... say that in the book. <laughs> and Moses rose up, and his minister Joshua, and Moses went up into the mount of God, and Moses went up into the mount, and cloud covered oh the mount. God, kill me. And <laughs> the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days, and the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud, and the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire. There's an asterisk. But yeah. the asterisk doesn't relate to anything. So, on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went up into the midst of the cloud. If you say, and Moses went up one more fucking time, I'm throwing the book <laughs> in the fucking rubbish. And get. <laughs> and get him up into the mount. And get. Moses. Get! That's and Moses. Old word. Was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. That's like Jesus! Oh my god, that's exactly the same. That's like Jesus did. Moses? I'm yeah. sorry, I'm unfamiliar on my Jesus lore. He went to a place for that amount of time. It's exactly the same as what he did. Okay. And I imagine that's going to come up. Moses was invited to go up to Mount Sinai, to where the glory of the Lord was covered by a cloud. Notice how the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on top of the mount seen from below by the Israelites. Compare this description with the earlier one given of the object that guided the Israelites through the wilderness. Pillar of cloud by day, and pillar of fire by night. Oh my yeah, god, he's done it. back to that, that old chestnut. It's, it's the same, Classic. it's exactly the same. Except for they didn't fucking say pillar. Which is a really distinct thing to say. When the cloud was not covering the spaceship on Mount Sinai, it glowed like devouring fire. Then in verse 18, we read that Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. In the light of the foregoing description of a spacecraft, it seems pretty certain that Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights inside the ship, conferring with the Lord, its captain. Now, a few chapters on, in Exodus, there is a truly remarkable passage. And the Lord descended in the cloud, and stood with him there, and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in goodness and truth. That was Exodus XXXIV 5-6. Again, you will notice, the Lord comes down. In what kind of cloud did the Lord descend and pass by before Moses in verse 6? How, too, must we distinguish between the two lords, both mentioned in verses 5 and 6, did they? Or something? Surely the plurality of the Elohim can no longer be in doubt. Wait, what? Surely. Why did, what did that verse do? I, I love the parts where he's like, now this thing can no longer be, we, there's no <laughs> yeah. doubt about this thing, and I'm like, there's some I love you. He'll just say something doubt. wild, and then do four verses that don't mean anything, and then go, see? Told you. No more doubt. It's great. Some <laughs> doubt. A bit of doubt. Maybe just a bit. Well, please. That is the end of uh, chapter four, quarantine. Wow. It really just ended. <laughs> I thought we would still have more. But no, it's just, it's over. Wow. wow. Get over it. So, um, yeah, I guess it's time to head on over into the post show. 
Crikey. So. Why is this the Halloween episode again? <laughs> it's always yeah. the Halloween episode. Forever. It's always Halloween on Ooh Spooky. Should That's we just do that? What's it Ooh again? Spooky. Um, what a spooky it's book. Spooky. It's a different one. What's this called? Craig, you a shit book. Got there in the end. <laughs> we should do that. At the beginning of every episode, we should go, and welcome to the Halloween episode of yeah. the podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, did you guys, did you, did you guys see um, Do Go On did an episode last week on um, on Atlantis and they covered a lot of that Theosophist stuff, um, uh, like a I lot didn't. better than we did. And you know, I just kind of felt like, wow. To be All fair, right. it's not like I don't want to hear did. about that. It's than than Brinsley Lepower Trench did. Yeah, that's fair actually. <laughs> we didn't do um, any of our own research. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We don't contribute much to this. Chapter four: Quarantine. I hated this chapter. I really? wanted it to die. Not hated. I'll give it a five. It had its moments. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm skipping ahead. God, Jesus. Um, what's our crikiest moments? What's our crikiest takes? I think it's going to be pretty obvious. Is it the diving laws thing? What do you mean? What are the yeah, diving laws and ordinances? <laughs> um, just for the sake of diversity, I'm going to say the bit where he was like, so this burning bush was was clearly burning. Oh yeah, fuck because that. there was an electrical force field coming off the spaceship nearby. That was obviously, good. and that was and it was good. shining the whole area down with intense light. And Moses was like, "Wow, this one bush is on fire." Yeah, get fucked. Yeah, fuck uh, you, God or um, Prinsley Lapoa Trench, prick. Uh, I'm gonna no go one. with Moses went up. 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 He sure did do a lot of going up. Moses goes hard. He's a fucking. He's wild at parties. Don't don't invite Moses. He goes up. Let me say that. None of the none of you could see that like half-hearted dance move that Carlisle did. Moses goes hard. I couldn't have been less. Carlisle certainly goes hard. Uh, Craig is out of 10 you know this second half of the chapter I enjoyed more I think the first half of the chapter I think we all found kind of exhausting it was just pure nonsense but this one I at least followed the thread this time even if it didn't make sense yeah Yeah. so too much whoa too much bibling for me though why did we give it a there was a lot more bibling last time I'm gonna go five just because there was too much oh but we are doing the whole we're doing the whole chapter or are we Yeah. did we do it last time because we gave a temporary we did a a perspective Perspective. uh, thing which none of us remember Uh, yeah so so I guess this is gonna override that then I guess I'd probably give this half a six and the first half a four so I'm gonna say five for the whole chapter sure I'm gonna say five for the whole chapter I'm gonna say ten despite you no fuck right well thank you everybody so much for listening to the show join us next time when we start chapter six which just a little bit of the next chapter is called celestial chariots so that should be fun if you want to get in touch with the show you can follow us on twitter at crikey book you can send us an email at uh crikeypodcast at gmail.com you can leave us a voice message there's a link at the bottom of the show notes for a voice message that you can send in and we'll react to and we'll we'll compliment your good looks if you do that yeah so yeah go ahead do that I, I, I send will, a photo 
Yeah. Fucking. What do we do for outros though? I th- we should have had something by now, probably. Um, I had an idea last week. I don't. I don't remember what I was thinking now. Uh, I wish I wrote it down. Uh, yeah. we... I think we should start a, like a podcast war with Do Go On. What's your favorite Shakespeare? As an outro? What's your favorite Shakespeare? Sure, yeah. Let's just slag off Do Go On for all of our episodes. Yeah, okay. Alright, shoot down my Shakespeare idea. Yeah. Yeah, good. Is that it? Just go fuck Do Go On? Fuck Do Go On. Check my recording. Still doing recording? Yep. It's always good to periodically check. Periodically? Like the periodic table up in here. <laughs> Shut up. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> uh, when am I taking over? <laughs> <laughs>